Stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned. I am here with the coach, John Brent. Man, I'm here with the vet, Mr. Ian Griffin. And we are at the Jump, jump Talk. talk. Yes, yes. I got my fall clothes on because, you know, my little chili around here. I got a little Pittsburgh boy, Cole Wessel, on here. He Cole was actually Wessel. in uh, Tyler last weekend with Nelly. It's really? getting hot in here. Yeah, really? Yeah, Nelly opened for him. Yeah. I started to put that in one of my books, and I had to take that line out because you're not allowed to put lyrics oh. in a book. And I'm like, it was it's one lyric. Yeah. Yeah. I was about. like, what wow. the flip-flop? So, Coach, you know, when we were kids, my mom would tell me something. She said, I'll hold your ass accountable. <laughs> and I believed it. I yeah. really did because she would beat my butt all the way down the street and back if she had the opportunity to. And now we hear some things going on, and Mr. Number 46, I will hold them accountable. And what's crazy is the whole world don't believe a damn bit of it. So Man. what is this held accountable at the political level even mean? Uh, well, if your party doesn't care, they just want you in power, it doesn't yeah. mean you have to. The only time someone's accountable anymore is when not only when the other side wants them accountable for something, but their own party says, hey, you have to stop and be accountable. But that doesn't happen much anymore, especially with this guy. He's been protected more than anybody I've ever seen. So remember, remember like many years ago, we had uh, Senator Hillary Rodham Clinton running against old Donald J. Trump, and, mm -hmm. and they said if Donald J. would become number 45, he'd lead us into World War III. And we got our well, own... It didn't happen, did it? It did not at all, whatsoever. The whole world like, oh, we scared of that guy. Yeah. And then now... The guy who says he knows how to deal with foreign powers more than anybody else who, who yanked us out of Afghanistan embarrassingly, like, weakened us completely with, throughout NATO, and then now comes out and tells American people we're on the cusp of Armageddon? Is that, I, I, I don't remember exact verbiage. Something about Armageddon. I ain't heard a president one in my lifetime ever throw Armageddon well, word out there. It used to be that presidents were there to calm yeah. the nation. Even in when 13 Days was going on in JFK's time, him and Robert Kennedy and McNamara were like trying to save the world. They weren't coming out and saying, man, we just, we're on the cusp of Armageddon. They were trying to keep the nation calm because that's what a leader does. Yes. This guy here would say anything. But I'm going to tell you what, the press secretary he has is the, is the worst one I've ever seen. And it's not really her fault. She's either got to lie or just try her best. But every I single day, it seems like that she's walking back something this fool says yeah. that the administration says, oh, Joe, the president, the leader, you can't say. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I, I, I just shake my head and I'm sitting here going, you told the American people that we're on the brink of Armageddon. And, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, what the flip are you thinking as a leader, man? Uh, wow. No, we're on the brink of whooping somebody's butt, maybe, or hey, it ain't going how we like it, so we're going to put five carrier groups over there. You know, yeah. I don't know, but definitely sitting there. Uh, I mean, if well, we, I'm sure the I'm sure the Saudis and OPEC are terrified of you. Oh God, yeah. Uh, so now we're buying, wanting to buy the Saudi oil. Please pump us some more oil because please, because, pretty, because coach because we all know a third world country has better EPA standards than we do in uh, America. That makes me laugh. You know, I'm like... It's like, let's don't drill here, which we have enough to be energy independent. Because we were. Which we were. And we have enough here. And we have so many regulations in this country, it's ridiculous. And what's crazy, if we were still energy independent, Russia would not have been able to do what they did with Ukraine. Absolutely. And we, we, we have talked them. about it before. And the second thing is, if we're energy independent on this thing... 
We're not begging anyone. And if we need our gas prices to be down because inflation's through the roof and we're in a recession, at least our gas prices are going to be down. And guess what? Not only is that, yes, we got good unemployment, but imagine the amount of jobs that are better paying that would be here. Yeah. Second thing, like you said, if we're more regulated here than probably any place in the world, we're going to do things cleaner here than they ever going to do in the Middle East and in Russia China, Saudi Arabia. It's just never going to happen. I want to know who the people in Hollywood that, that pump pump up his dress for him that really believe that us buying Saudi oil instead of good old U.S. of A oil or North sight, American cotton mind, oil is really a good thing for the environment. I, well, I want to know who that is. I use the pool analogy to my guys in prison. I have a swimming pool right out there. It's like this. If you're standing beside me and I pee and you see it, you're like, oh, my God. Yes. But if, instead of, won't you go stand on that side of the pool and pee in it, yeah. and then I don't see it. But guess what? The same amount of pee is still in my pool. Yeah. And that's what they don't get. We're, we could regulate the pee in the pool better if we're peeing in the pool instead of allowing these guys peeing in the pool. I, I will tell you, I, I don't know. It's, it's, hmm. This is common sense 101, and maybe that's it's why. It's a voter base, that's why. Yeah, maybe that's why America is purely divided. Not how everybody thinks, but it's divided by rural and urban because rural tend to lean toward the common sense and the urban tend to not. You know, They're more focused are, on social issues yeah. than actually. You know, we're, we're, we have a, a, an election coming up, and one side is focused on the inflation, price of goods, groceries, and gas. That's the, 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 the conservative party. The other one is talking about social issues and abortion. In a recession and an inflation at 9% almost. So this is a question I got. Is there consequences now only because we're getting close to voting season? Or were the consequences going to be before when he let the whole snafu go out in, in Europe and didn't do a damn thing about it as a good leader would have? Do you really think Ronald Reagan wouldn't have marched his butt over there and take charge of that whole situation, at least from the NATO standpoint? I mean, I'll tell you this much. You would at least know there was a leader there. You at least know that you heard leadership. And there would be some calmness in, in, in the country, but there would also be some, some confidence in the world to go, you know what, no matter what goes on, these guys are still in control. Yeah. We're in control of absolutely nothing right now. We're pretty pleasing the world right now. But, hey, there'd be consequences that, that make worry if, me. If there's not consequences on Tuesday in November – from the voters, then we want this crap. We want to live this way. Yeah, uh, it, it's sad, you know, but at the end of the day, all this is, and this is kind of on one man's shoulders because he's the leader. The he's unifier, the, guy, the unifier in chief. The guy who knows how to handle foreign policy. Most people that are on the left right now don't care what happens to the country, don't care what happens to the gas prices or the food prices, just so Donald J. Trump is not in office and the next president is not a conservative. Yeah. That's all they care about. They don't care. It, they don't it is what I've often said is for some people, it's never been about the country. It's always been about the party. Mm -hmm. And think about that. Any, I ask anybody to please take a step back and think about that. Is where in our nation's history did we say, I want to swear my allegiance to a party instead of the nation? Where in our nation's history did we say we want to swear our allegiance to a party instead of our, our state? Where in our nation's history did we ever say that we want to swear our allegiance to a party instead of our family? I mean, this is absurd. I never thought in a million years, studying history and this country, almost 250 years of democracy, but we, we're in a country that was all about traditional values and family and, and neighborhoods and, and people you know, getting ready for retirement, living in the suburbs and, mm -hmm. and having this great 
you know, investment in America that now that's all dirty words and nobody wants it. I, I want to throw this out here and I apologize, Coach. I didn't let you know this, so I'm going to – I'm blindsided the coach. But, uh, you know, old Tulsi Gabbard stepped away from the party. She didn't say which party she was in. I like to. her. I've always liked and her. And she didn't though. say all that. I've never seen her angry. Never. She has served our country mm -hmm. as a service member. She has a level head on her shoulders. Just the party doesn't like it when she goes, hey, you're freaking acting like fools. And then finally she had enough of it and walked away. Yeah, I mean, and I listened to her on Rogan. Rogan, she just did, I don't know if you've seen it yet. It's about an hour and 40 minutes of her on Rogan. It's pretty good. But one of the things that I have noticed with another one that I listened to her as, she has not pledged allegiance to the Republican Party. Or, or, or she's left a Democrat, but she's not saying I'm leaving them going to the Republican Party. Yeah. What she says, I cannot be a part of this mess anymore. Yeah. By doing that, though, it's just like when someone that, like Candace Owen that's black, just because she doesn't do what she's supposed to as a black woman, then she's vilified as an Uncle Tom. Well, this is Tulsi Gabbard now that she's moved away from the Democrat. Well, she never was a Democrat, and thank God she's gone. Yeah, I heard, I heard that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I never knew that you was a Democrat. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. Uh, did you not watch the debate where she waxed the freaking vice president's ass on stage for the whole world to see? That was still I mean, one of the best things when she, she said, yeah, she, you're talking about She this took the vice president down to that right. big in like 20 seconds. She and she remained that way for a long time. And she told the truth about her, about yeah. the marijuana, that she was literally stronger on marijuana laws than anyone. Yeah. And second, that she withheld information until after an election to make sure that people couldn't get out of jail. Uh, I mean, come I, on. What I liked about Tulsi Gabbard, not because she left the Democratic Party, I like politicians who have their own damn mind. And it's not exactly. like, let me control you. And I'll even you say know? this. There was a lot of people that didn't like what Jeff Flake did. Okay? But I always have said this about politicians, and, and I even say it with Mitt Romney. You go with your heart, and if I don't like it, fine. But at least yeah. a person finally has that they have a conversation with themselves in their bedroom with the lights out, and they go, you know what? I can't do this anymore because I can't sleep. Right or wrong, the way I feel about it is when a person makes a stand like that, Liz Cheney, people can't stand Liz Cheney. She's this, and that's why she lost because she didn't want to do what Trump said to do, and she's not a Trump person. But I at least have to go, you know what? She went into that bedroom and she said, you know what? This is how I feel. You don't agree. I know you don't agree with Liz Cheney, and that's fine. But I'm saying I like when people just take a stand and go, this is who I am. I don't agree with Liz Cheney because this is the reason why. It became completely personal and it overtook everything she did. Hell, it probably should have. But it shouldn't have overtook everything she did. She, it's should, like, <laughs> she should have still represented yeah. her voters in Wyoming. Yeah. And she shouldn't have let it consume her. That's the whole thing. Is she wasn't mature enough not to allow it to consume her. And it consumed her. Tulsi Gabbard's not that way. She's like, y'all are just freaking dumb. I'm walking away. And Liz then, Cheney, if you talk to her today, w within three words, she will say the T word out of her mouth. If you say, hey, would you like to come to my wedding? T word out of her mouth. That's the problem with Liz Cheney. Well, I will have to say this, that I do like that. Tulsi Gabbard kind of stood up for herself when Sonny Houston, which is the yeah. most racist, this is the most racist minority I've ever seen, said, well, she doesn't even go by her real name. She changed the name, so she whatever. And then the host said, wait a minute, you don't even go by your name. Yeah. And Tulsi Gabbard said the same thing. People have played, if you are a certain identity, if you're a male or female, if you're black or white, if you're a minority as a Hispanic, Asian, whatever, the Democratic Party believes that you have to believe a certain way. Just like Joe said, if, if, if you're black and you don't vote for me, you're not black. You have to do what your tribe does or your identity does or you can't be a part of our party anymore. And I don't understand that. But whatever happened to the party being about values, 
about you know the American family, about working the blue. I'll tell you what the Democratic Party's done. They've gone totally away from the blue party or the blue collar worker, which they used to always say they're about, yeah. and now they care more about the elites and the college professors and the college elites more than anybody. Care about the money. Exactly. On, on Sunny, tell me I'm wrong. I, I don't think you're wrong, but on Sunny, I'll say this: is with regarding her, is is somebody that we have allowed publicly to be racist. Period. We've condoned it, we supported her, and we allowed it to continue on. Anybody else, uh, we'd have been like, you're not, you don't have a job. We've allowed her to verbally dispute. Yeah, she just told Anna hate. Navarro recently. Yeah. Anna Navarro is Hispanic. That's really been a really been really hard on Donald Trump and the yeah. Trumpsters. But she's still a conservative. She says, I'm still a Republican. I'm conservative. She says, and Sonny was said something to her recently. I don't know how anyone, especially a minority, can be a conservative. That's the, So you just can't. So yeah. they're going to shame you because you have a belief system of ideas. Yeah. I yeah, refuse to do it anyway. I, I don't care. Uh, Brother, we're going to believe what we believe. Yeah, I'll say this. And, and regarding the, the, the T-word, Trump, it's been two years. Yeah. Uh, the, our country moves on. Well, uh, DeSantis 2024? Yeah. I, oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm hoping. DeSantis, there's, there's, there's a bunch of them that can be named. So recently we, we made a prediction about the Philadelphia, the Cowboy game, and I gave two predictions. One, if this person played one that. So I'll say this, and like I've said before, if Trump runs, Biden's president. DeSantis runs, DeSantis is president. I thank you. <laughs> I think if Trump runs, it, it will be so close, and it'll be disputed either way, and most likely he won't be president. Yeah. If anybody else runs that has a heartbeat, will probably be the the president of the United States on the Republican. Party. I, I, and I agree with that, and that's so hard because if Donald J. Trump cares about the yeah. the country and the conservative party, and not the Trumpican, but the Republican Party, he will step away and say, "You know what? I'm here to help you guys any way you need to." But I think what's best for the, I don't think he can say it. I don't, uh, he, he's, but I don't care. Uh, yeah, he's Mox he Nix. To me, he's Mox Nix right now. And there's people like Abbott. There's people like DeSantis. There's, there's a whole bunch of people. And Tom you notice Tom Cotton, Tom Cotton mm. easily. Uh, Nikki Haley. Uh, ooh, Nikki Haley. Uh, ooh, don't oh, get me started on Nikki oh, there, Haley. There's a whole bunch that you can just Nikki rattle Haley. off like this. And at the end of the day, everybody that's in the limelight on the Democratic Party, I can't even see them uh, uh, opening the door for the White House for the guy. Do to you come think in. at a debate that any of those that you talk about, besides, I think DeSantis can sit up there and swing with Trump. But do you think any of the other ones can? Uh, I think Abbott could. I think Cotton mm. could because Cotton's Cotton has not been afraid to stick his finger in people's eyes. He's done it before. Sometimes he's gone a little extreme with a little Iran thing. Then he sent the letter over. Well, you know, Jimmy Johnson said one time, when you play a team with Buddy Ryan, you got to gum. They always say you you should always, you know, stick to your level, be the bigger person. He said, absolutely not. He said, when you're playing somebody like that, you got to sometimes get down in that level with them. And I think the person, if if Trump decides to be a nominee, try to be a nominee again, I think they're going to have to all get dirty with him. So so I heard. I heard this the other day. And, uh, and I, I hope that's not the case, but I heard that Trump will run after this election and he's going to pick Tulsi Gabbard as his VP. I hope she says no. I, I hope she says no, too, and I would rather her just run on her own yeah. or run with somebody else. And uh, I think the only person that I, I could su- see that he runs with that would be somebody that he would pick, of course he would be happy to pick mm-hmm. Tulsi Gabbard. I think he would help him a little bit, but I think he's going to probably pick someone I think the first time he picked someone, it was genius. Mm-hmm. He picked Mike Pence, who was this huge conservative religious guy. So it was kind of like, 
the get both. Yeah. But then now I think he's so into him, not into himself, that's the wrong way to say so into what he wants to do that he's going to pick a, a, a Trump Jr. So, not I, literally a Trump Jr., I, but you know what I mean. I'm banking that he doesn't run. And Please I'm banking on us, DeSantis, because if as long as he don't run, the Republicans will probably be in there eight, 12 years. Be honest, because right. we already seen the fiasco of Jimmy Carter too mm-hmm. come along and uh, and say Jimmy Carter, hold my beer, because I'm going to ID you. But yeah. but I will say with that right there is is the people that are there. No matter what anybody wants to say, DeSantis. He wouldn't work little circles around Joe Biden. Yeah. He would work big, big circles yeah. around him. And if anybody would just take the politics aside and just look what he's done, they would see that. Governor Abbott would work big circles in his little bitty wheelchair around Joe Biden. It's my biggest, my biggest. And any candidate they got. And the one thing I was wanting to say is, I remember when the Democrats had their debate. And when they had their debate... I looked at the stage before they opened their mouth, and I said the only one I could relate to on that stage out of all, and they had like 20-something of them, was Tulsi Gabbard. Hmm. And then she came and spanked the vice president's ass in front of everybody. I mean, whooped her like a mom would at a school uh, after she got in trouble at school, yeah. and it got known across town. I mean, she well, just my biggest, slapped her over the knee and spanked the bejesus out of her. Yeah. But My biggest fear is because Joe Biden said, if you make me the nominee, I'm going to pick a minority female, that he cannot say, I don't want her to run a second time because he's going to lose votes. He's going to be called names. So he's going to have to keep her. My biggest fear is he's 80 years old, 82, I think, the time he would swear in again. Is that what it is? But but I've heard this. But if he dies and that woman becomes president, dude. This is what I've heard. She can't even start a car with a key. Everybody's waiting for this election right here. And they're waiting for this election. And I've heard this is the Democrats are really like, after this election, let the Hunter Biden thing go out the back. Oh, you mean the midterm? Yeah, the midterm. Yeah. Let the Hunter Biden thing go out the back so daddy has to go, okay, I'm walking away. And then they're wanting somebody else to come in. The problem is, unless there's an unknown that we don't know about, there ain't no person that it's going to would be the even Bernie, the Elizabeth Warren, the same people. But, but, but Bernie's burnout. Yeah. Elizabeth Warren is a is a three time failure. Has been kind of like Beto O'Rourke down here competing in Texas. Oh How many times has he's got to fail? One, two. I mean, but and I mean, inspiration Kamala, is Joe Biden. Sure. I mean, Joe Biden three times he failed, then he's down. Well, Kamala, president. if she runs, I mean, she's not very popular even in her own party. Yeah. But at this point in time, if Trump runs, she'll win. Yeah, the, because the, yeah. because that's a female, that's a minority, and she's not Trump. Yeah, that's why I'm saying whoever runs against Trump, if it's Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, or but Dun to Dun, they're going to probably win. But but they have some they have some legitimate people in her. That that uh, the young lady uh, I can't Sandberg whatever her name is up in New York hmm. that would that has a decent mind that told the, their party quit talking about freaking policing yeah. up the police and uh, you know. Or the girl out of Arizona, she's a free thinker, you know. Uh, not, yeah. you know, she's not a puppet to Nancy, you know. So, all right. So anyway, it'll be interesting. We'll see. Yes, sir. We're about to see what's going to happen here in a few weeks. It's so. going to be very interesting because that's going to determine the midterms. Going to determine what happens in two years. Well, real quick, will we need to pass out handkerchiefs like they had to at the Hillary Clinton thing? Or not? That's the question. I don't know. I'm still at this point. You know, like we said a year and a half ago, I thought the or a year ago, I thought the uh, the, the Republicans would just kick butt. Now I'm just hoping that we pick up the House, which I think we will. And I just hope there's some way we can get the Senate. I think we'll pick up the House easily. I think we'll pick up the Senate by one. 
Well, that would be great. I'd like yeah. to put Kama down and tell her to shut up. So with that there, put us, tell us what you think, and we're going to get out of here. So stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned. Oh.